Kiss 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, let me big up my sister, Laura, real quick, because she got married on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Woo! Uh, wedding was super hot, super lit. Going into Saturday, though, mm-hmm. my mom texted into the show. You and I were not here, mm-hmm. but damn it, Maury and Shem were here. Mm-hmm. And my mom texted this to Maury. <laughs> Why are you rubbing your eyes more? <laughs> Good morning. Hope you are okay. Can you ask Shem to give a shout out to Mocha's sister, Laura? Period. She is getting married tomorrow. Period. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what the text should have read. Right. What it actually read. Okay. And what Maury said. Uh-huh. Are still two completely different things. Okay. Okay? Okay. And here's where I got into a little bit of a disagreement with my mother, because I was like, you're wrong for this. Okay. And my mother said, no, Maury should know better. He's wrong for this, for oh. what, what was actually oh. said on the radio. Okay, okay, okay. So here's what my mom wrote, actually wrote. Good morning. Hope you are Okay. Period. Yeah. Can you ask Shem to give a shout out to Mocha's sister, Laura? Period. Yeah. Shevis getting married tomorrow. Period. Thanks. Shevis. Instead of saying she, she is, typing right, it out. Right. She wrote S-H-E. She went to hit space bar, but hit the letter V instead. Okay. And then continued <laughs> with I-S. Yeah. Oh, and he sent that to Maury? And sent that to Maury. Oh, my so you have God. One person who is... Not the best on text with spelling and grammar, sending it to another person who on text is not the best at spelling and grammar, who also, when speaking, is not the best at grammar. And also, though, you have to add into this as well, nobody wants to disappoint your mom, right? So you want to just say exactly what she wanted you to say. Yes. And here is how it played out on the radio. Oh, oh, Shem. I got one more that just came in on my DM. Okay, hit me. It's from Mocha's mom. Oh, Mocha's mom. Okay. Can we give a shout out to Mocha's sister, Laura? Because Laura and Chevis are getting married tomorrow. Congratulations, Laura. We love you. (laughs) So wait a second. So, Maura, you didn't even read it exactly the way it was read. Well, I I read Chevis. I know, but you... That's not what she wrote, though. It's not what she wrote. Well, I had to sort of make it for radio. Like, I had to liven it up. What do you mean? Liven it up? There's a period at the, after the, the name Laura, and the new sentence started. Right, but what am I supposed to do? Congratulations, Laura. Chevis is getting married? <laughs> So what I said to my mother was... Oh, what a disaster. This what? couldn't have... this A mom texting more. Oh, my God. That you, this but couldn't here's where, have here's gone where I worse. I also said to my mom where she is more in the wrong. I was like, okay, sure, you misspelled, but you also didn't say 
in your text the name of yeah. the your future son-in-law. Yeah. Because I don't know who that... I thought it was Shevis. Shevis. Right? So, like, I could understand why Maury would make that... Uh, yeah. That assumption. Yeah. You know, right? from now on, he's Chevis. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. I, well, I, as of Friday, we were calling him Chevis. <laughs> I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Like, his name is no longer Andre. Andre, no. I love you and everything, no, but dog, no. your name is also, now Chevis. Also, Chevis is a much cooler name. And then what happened? And then who texted, was it my sister or my mother texted you, Shem? Oh, it was, it was your sister, Laura. And what she said, and then. <laughs> she, <laughs> what? What did she say? Because Shem's response is actually pretty accurate. Oh, I can't listen. Okay, here while you find that you text, you can't yeah. be surprised when a mom, okay, starts texting Maury that this is all going to work out great for everyone. Uh -huh. It's just not the odds oh, are not Shem, in your favor. I got one more that just came in on my DM. Okay, hit me. It's from Mocha's mom. Oh, Mocha's mom. Okay. Can we give a shout out to Mocha's sister Laura? Because Laura and Chevis are getting married hey! tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so what did she say? What did Laura say to you? She says, My mom didn't check her message before sending it to Maury. Supposed to read she is and said, not marrying Chevis. Not all of not all of the city thinks that I'm marrying Chevis. <laughs> um, and then I replied, I do hope that you and Chevis have a wonderful life together. <laughs> Oh, poor thing. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, you she didn't, said people oh, couldn't stop man. laughing. And then Shem, no, but you said you didn't, uh, oh, you assumed. Yes. I said I also love how I didn't question because that sounds like a black man. <laughs> <laughs> He's a black guy. Andre's a black guy. Right? So Shem, you're just marrying a black guy. Yep, you're like, yeah, Shem is, <laughs> why would I question that? <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Liar, liar, liar. So here's my question for you. And I know we're not that deep into the day yet, um, but I'm just reading this story here where they say at least a quarter of people lie at least once a day. Once a day. Now, they don't go into extremes on like what constitutes a lie. <laughs> like we're not talking about hiding affairs. It could be, did you okay. eat the last cookie? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a spectrum on lying. Sure. And they say once a day, minimum once a day. Maury, I'm not even going to bring you into this. <laughs> I haven't lied yet today. I've, oh, that's a lie. Please. That's a lie. That's it's a total a lie. lie already. It's a total, it's a total you lie. You lie to us every day. I can't imagine the lies that you tell at that, home. That's the other thing, too, that we're going to get into is, is how do you spot a liar? Because one thing I do need to know from Maury is that because Maury is such an enormous liar, uh -huh. are you good at spotting when you are being oh, lied yes. to? Boy. Oh, no, yes. no chance. I'm no not going to say what they are because yeah. I don't want to bring attention to it. Yeah, but tells. Maury has so many tells oh. when he's lying. Oh, yes, let's so do this. Tells. No, oh. so, no. Many, so many Because I'm not going to bring attention to it so because then you'll know. That's yeah. why. Maury, you've come in and said stuff, said something before. like just in, in, And I'm not saying it's even like show changing or life changing or whatever something completely innocuous right yeah. like something so mundane yeah. that it makes no difference on anyone's life or day for that matter you've come in here and said something and walked away and moke and i both looked at each other and went lie yeah. what just because it's oculus no 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 because you have tells <laughs> oh. yeah you big tells. time big time so, Maury, when were you talking to julia fox maury oh talking to julia fox a couple of days ago for her new movie something you said last night this is um uncut Jams, Julia yes. Fox, Kanye's ex, Julia Fox. Oh, were you asking her about lying? Absolutely. Okay, so here's Julia Fox 
Now, a new poll said 25% admit to lying at least once a day. Do you lie once a day and can you spot a liar? Oh my God, I have such an amazing lie detector. I just know when people are lying to me. And the thing is, I can't let them slide. Like I have to call them out. And I feel like it's it becomes a point of contention in my relationships because I'll be like, I don't know, I just know you're lying. And they're like, but you have no reason to think I'm lying. And it's like, babe, I just do, you know? And I'm always right, so. But no, I actually don't. If I do lie, it's like very like white lies like oh like I couldn't talk because I was like on the toilet but in reality I was like scrolling on TikTok and I just like didn't want to talk or like you know what I mean it's like those types of white lies if it's something really important I feel like honesty just is the best policy and I feel like Whoever loves you will accept that. Oh, yeah, don't mess with Julia Fox. <laughs> she will know. I know people wow. go in on Julia Fox. I find her very endearing. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. I, I really that. like her. I really do. I think she's dynamite, Julia Fox. Uh, uh, so we'll, we'll get your calls on this uh, if you want to join the show. But um, but how do you tell, like, when, when you're being lied to? I think that that is the question, right? Uh, Jamie, I believe, is on hold. Hello, Jamie. Hello? You are capable of telling when you're being lied to. Oh, 100%. Everybody's like 100. <laughs> Everybody's an expert. Everybody's yeah. an expert. Okay, tell us how and tell us the last time you caught someone in a, in a lie and what it was they oh. were lying about. Oh, well, definitely when someone starts to give you too much of an explanation. Okay. You know, they're, they're, they're like, you know, I did this because... And they give you the whole story. And, you know, like when someone tells you something, they don't tell you the whole story. So um, when they're explaining too much and, and uh, giving too many details, you definitely know they're lying for sure. Okay. So what yeah. was the uh, the circumstance uh, during the last time you caught somebody lying? Oh, it's been a long time since someone's lied to oh, me. Because well, just people don't lie to you anymore because <laughs> you're so good at it. I think, I think that all you people who say that you're experts on detecting lies, right? Like lies are like toupees. You only notice the bad ones, right? Yeah. Well, that's very true. And you only notice the bad you liars. You only notice the bad liars. You, yeah. You've only ever called out the bad liars. <laughs> Nobody's ever calling out the experts, right? <laughs> this, is, this is true. Yes. This is true. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, so well, you got no stories? Yeah. I'm, I'm interested. I want some juicy well, details here. Well, I know. Like my... See, it's funny because my son doesn't even lie to me. My son is like 18 and he tells me all the truth. So it's, it's hard to say. Okay. Your son's a great liar. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. He's, he's just the, a good boy. No, the, the, the trick with lies too is you have to... Like if you're going to be an expert liar, the other thing you have to do is you have to have in your arsenal the ability to tell a bad lie mm -hmm. and allow yourself to get busted every now and then on something that oh. makes that something that makes no difference wow. to anyone, right? Oh. So would yeah. you consider yourself then, Roz, an expert liar? I'm an expert liar. Although I try to never lie. Okay. okay. Although I try to never lie. <laughs> so I you am, don't you don't practice? No, no, no. I'm non practicing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Okay, good. Yes, yes. I'm non-practicing non expert liar. I'm a non-practicing okay. expert liar. Uh -huh. okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. When did you figure it out? When did you crack the code? On how to lie? Uh -huh. When I figured out, it wasn't about, for, it, for me, it was never about what I say. The lie only works when you know what the person you're talking to is willing to believe. Oh, oh. 
good one. Oh, right? That's like witchcraft. Yeah, that's where yeah. that's where the good that's where a good lie comes from. You never lie the same way to all people. You, you have, have to, to know your audience. You have to audience. know. You have to know your audience. Uh, yeah. Well, Jamie, um, we are getting a bunch of texts and some more calls that we're going to have to take. Thank you very much for sharing. Thank you for being on the show, and thank you for listening. No problem. Bye bye. Okay. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You must believe the lie you are telling. That is the first text that I'm reading to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of pants on fire this morning. Mm-mm. So we were we were talking about lying. One, uh, people who are good at it, but also people who feel that they are expert lie detectors and sort of what are the tells when you know you're being lied to? Like, how do you bust people in a lie? And I, and I had said, you know, very early on in the conversation that, you know, a lie is like a toupee where you only notice the bad ones. Like, you can be lied to by an expert liar and you're never going to pick up on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but, uh, they say 25% of people lie at least once a day. Now, whether that is a monumental lie, life changing, you know, lie, something financial, something, whatever, or if it's just completely mundane, you know, I don't want to go out tonight because I got something to do when really you just don't want to go out and you just want to sit home and watch Netflix, right? Mm. Like that kind of thing. Who knows what kind of lie, but everybody lies. Everybody lies is what they're saying. Uh, another text reads, I can believe that Roz is an expert liar because you just said, you told us that you're an expert liar. Sure, but I but I try not to lie. Like that's my thing. Is I sure. rarely rarely lie. He's charming. He's smooth, just like a good liar. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, I'm not an expert liar, but I think for a lie to be believable, you need to give it some truth, like the game Two Truths and a Lie. Mm, uh, yeah. Telling when my wife is lying is easy. It's just every time she tells me that I'm sexy. <laughs> oh. oh, my so God. Sad. That's so oh. sad. Of people are calling in because they say that they have ways of knowing or telling when somebody uh, is lying. Amanda, go ahead. Uh, I can't say I'm perfect at spotting a liar. Um, and I've dated quite a lot of narcissistic people. So... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two of my, both my children's fathers. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm not to speak badly of them, <laughs> you know. No, not at all. So, so how did you spot stuff, you know? the lying then when they, because we assume you're reaching out because you know that they've lied. How do you spot the lying? It's body language. So oh. a lot of the time I got used to it, they would get mad at me. Instantly, he would be irritated, get mad at me, and then he would try to either change the subject yeah. or they would try to blame me for something. Oh, okay, gotcha. They would just turn it right on, yeah. turn it right on you. So, what would happen yeah. when they got caught in the lie? When you said, "Like I actually know that you're lying." Oh, so I have a great story for you for that one. Go. <laughs> um, so um, I got cheated on, and um, the girl who. Uh, was with him during this deed. I found an email. I was one of those people that we didn't have a lot of trust. It was really bad. I should have got out of the relationship a long time ago. Yes. But, you know, I'm like, he'll change, he'll change, he'll change. I had good faith. I'm a good person. I have a big heart. And I'm like, yeah. So um, I found this email in his email, and it was this girl. I reached out to her. She told me absolutely everything that happened Every single detail. Did she know about you when she was with him? Yes. 
Oh. Here we and did go. you go creeping through his emails because you suspected something was going on, or were you going looking for something else? No. So I, I don't remember what I was doing. I don't think I was going through to find something. I think I just happened to find it. Um, I, we had a computer that was kind of shared, so I'm, I think I might have found it by accident. Right. So it wasn't uh-huh. intentional. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. There's a reason why I found it. Damn. Um, and at the time, our son was not even two years old yet. Damn. So, when, yeah. so when, you, when you confronted him real quick, did he still deny it? Or once you told him that you had, that you had busted him, did he cop to the whole thing? Oh, see, this is the funny part. <laughs> so I printed off the whole conversation oh, between me and the oh girl. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> no. Damn, the out on the kitchen table. <laughs> I printed everything out. I went to his house and I we met him outside and I was like, Okay, this is your last chance. Did you cheat on me? And he started saying, F you, you're crazy, <laughs> F that yeah. and I was like, Oh yeah? Threw the papers on the trunk and I said, Read those and I walked into his house and then the funnier part is he walked inside his house about five minutes later, and his dad looked at me and looked at him and goes, oh, boy, what did you do? Oh, wow. <laughs> damn. Wow, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you for there sharing you all the juicy details, Amanda. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. We were talking a lot about lying, and uh, a story that had come out that said 25% of, of people lie at least once a day. But the real interesting part is how many people claim that they are expert lie detectors when they know exactly when they're being lied to. You know what I mean? One person said, good liars can always spot good liars. XOXO. <laughs> <laughs> from a constant liar. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, to no the, name attached to that one. No, huh? no, 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 no. I got you. I got um, you. A name attached to this one, though. Yeah. I'm good at, mani- at I'm good at manipulation, not so much lying. That comes to us from Lissa. Oh, wow. Uh, to detect liars, you have to have an impeccable memory. Also, you pay attention to the tiniest details. The way they talk move their body, even their eyes. Yeah, but you don't know. if You can't tell when somebody's affect is like based on the lie or if they're just nervous or... Another person said uh, there's a slight hesitation before they answer. And also, they avert their eyes when lying. Ooh, I'm more writing down, like more making like the quickest note-taking I've ever I seen know, in the I history know. of the show. Don't worry <laughs> about me. Just read more text. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Oh, no. Hold on. We have to get to the phones. Uh, uh, I believe this is Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Doing good. good. How are you? Oh, not bad. Are you another one of these expert lie detectors? Yes, I am. Uh, everybody is. Okay. What do, you, uh, what do you look for? How do you know when somebody's lying? First of all, when somebody starts a question, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time they begin the sentence, I swear to God, that's uh, a lie. Yeah. Okay. And they never give you eye contact. Mm, oh, eye contact. I've heard that before, Interesting. though. Interesting. I've heard that before. That when they somebody's lying, to, yes, they don't. They, they want to avoid looking at you, right? Yeah. Yes. They never look okay. directly at you. They always look about every around a surrounding around them, but they never look directly to you. Some people, like damn it, Maury, 
right? Where Dammit Mori crumbles is Dammit Mori builds his lie in his head, uh-huh. come in, tells the lie, but where it all goes to hell is that I will just ask one simple follow-up. Uh-huh. And Maury's like, let me check on that. As soon as he says, let me check on that, I know oh, I was just lied to. That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll give him that one. I'll give him that one. No, but more, no, a follow-up is when most people crumble, uh-huh. right? Like if you ask just a simple follow-up based on something that isn't even necessarily the lie itself, yeah. right? That's when the person crumbles. Maury crumbles all the time. They're not, because they're not prepared. No. And that's what makes me that. endearing. No, no, no. And because and you... Maury winds up lying on top of lies on top of lies, right? Which is very so, dangerous. So if somebody's lying to you, right, about say, uh, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know that they, um, they, they didn't return something, right? Uh-huh. They say they returned it. You say no, you, you didn't return it, right? So if you're lying about this, what if they're telling you a lie? Here, I'm going to tell you the story of like how I returned it, right? And they're going into this thing about how they they are for sure they returned it, even though they didn't, they kept it. But if they're going in on like they returned it, they returned it, they returned it. Um, I will never ask a follow up specific to what the event was. I'll ask a follow up that makes them think on their feet, right? Sure. So I'll say. Like, what time of day was that? 8 p.m. Right? (laughs) Then, Maury, then, then what I wind up doing is I go down that road with you. That's fine. 8 p.m. Sun was setting. We start talking about 8 p.m. No, no, no. As soon as you say 8 p.m. sun was setting, you're a liar. Uh Uh-huh. Because the sun don't set at 8 o'clock now. Right? You're a liar. You're a liar. And then I go down that road of yeah. interrogation where it has nothing to do with the thing, but I will start pulling your story apart detail by detail by detail. Dude, dude I watch enough law and order to know how to, Maury, you, you know. you are the worst yeah. actor and the worst <laughs> liar. I know you have to make sure that you listen to the question so that when you're being interrogated, you're on it. Maury. Don't answer too quickly. Maury, I bust you in lies all the time. Not ever again. Never Not again. Ever again. Oh! Okay, here's a fun game. Challenge. Damn it, Maury. What is the last thing you lied to Roz and I about? Never. Don't lie. Bro, come on. Exactly. There he is. There it is right there. There it is. Uh, Alicia, what's the last thing you busted somebody uh, lying about where no direct eye contact was given and you knew right then and there that person was lying? Um, I was cheated on in a previous relationship. Oh, no. And... I knew all the facts and I wanted to confront the person. When I did that, they were like, I swear to God, I was with this person. I said, okay, then call the person. Mm -hmm. When I called the person, they're like, who is this again? (laughs) And then I said, "Um, I saw you. He's like, no, you didn't. And I said, yes, I have a dash cam. Oh, 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 HD. With the dash cam. (laughs) And I said, there you were. And don't lie to me. Yeah. I said I'm a Guyanese, and I figure things out on my own. That's I right don't up. need anybody to tell me that. Yeah, Yo, you caught your box. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Alicia, that's like an episode of Cheaters. <laughs> wow, dash cam. That's amazing. Thank you, Alicia. And I want to say I've been a listener from day one. Oh, we love that. I lost my husband the same year that. Uh, you guys were came on to the show, oh. and um, you guys got me through some rough times. I lost my mom to cancer. I lost my dad when Ross a few months before Ross left his dad, mm-hmm. and you guys 
did so wonderful things into my life. You bring laughter into my life. And every day you make your family grow with me. And it's like being a part of your family. Ross, congratulations on being Guyanese. Thank you. And you are going to say congratulations <laughs> on getting married. The more important is, is me being Guyanese. Yeah. Yeah, your book and your wedding. Congratulations, oh, and I wish you, you all the best. Thank you. And Mocha, congratulations on your win. On your win? Your big oh, win? Yeah. yeah. Your race that by, you did. By yep. the way, Maury oh. just sent me a note saying she's lying right now. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> I swear Murray's to God. Maury's going to lie to Matthew for the, the interview he did, and he was cheating. Yeah. I will call Maury. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. Oh, this is no. Yeah. Look at Maury's face right now. Jaw wide open. Jaw wide open. Uh-huh. And congratulations to you as well for participating in the race. Oh, thanks. <laughs> 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 You're the best. I love, I love you. you. I love you. I just want you to know that. Yeah, Alicia, we're going to hang on to your info. You got to be on the show again. Thanks, guys, and all the best. And Mocha, thank you for sharing your wonderful son with us. Oh, girl. And he is such an amazing kid, and I love watching him. And even my son is autistic, and he just comes on, and he's like, wasn't Mocha, wasn't Mocha. And he is nonverbal partially, but when you guys come on, he would just start giggling. And he, you became a part of his life. So Aww. thank you very much, and thanks for sharing your family with Stop me. Stop emailing me, Maury. <laughs> you're, you're and, cry. No man, not cry man. No, oh my god, oh my god. Going home and make some nice doll and rice and butter. Right. Thank you for being a part of the Raza you. Mocha Show family. Uh, your support you. means everything no. to us, and uh, you and your son are are the reason why we do what we do every single day. Always remember yeah, that, okay? You. Thank you very much. All right, take care. Have a pleasant day, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I saw a guy walking down the highway this morning. Oh, yeah? And, like, he had, like... Stop ha- to see if he needed help? No. Oh. Are you crazy? What if he needed help? Are you nuts? He looked like he needed help, though. Oh, did you call I'll tell anyone? you what. Nah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get involved. I don't get involved in stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, but he, he like, he had like half his shirt was like torn and he was like walking down the highway in the rain uh-huh. and there was like a big hill that sort of like dropped off, like right onto where I was. And I start putting the story together in my head as what, like, he like, fell down the hill or he was like, he's on the lamb uh-huh. or something like that. Or he was with some lady in her place and then the husband came home and he dipped through the backyard and wow. jumped over the fence and didn't realize that you're diving into a ravine at that point. And like, I had this whole thing going on with this guy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened. You're writing an episode. Of I, I was. I don't, I don't know what happened to the guy. Hope he's okay, but it was. <laughs> well, what happens to him in your story? It was. Uh, yeah, it, what happens to him in the story? It was. Okay, so in your story. He's on the lamb, right? Yeah, I don't know. All I know is that it was scary for me. For you. <laughs> what do you yeah. mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? You, it was scary you, for me. You're driving and you see a guy stumbling down the highway. That's not scary for me. But that, like, that was two seconds. You drove past him. And then. Yeah. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. I mean, yeah. still in your mind, but out of your life. Yeah. 
I know. Are you okay, Ross? <laughs> thank goodness. Yes, Jen, thank you. I'm fine. And nobody's asked that yet. No, I, feel like I thank you. Yeah, yeah, my well-being yeah. in Are all of this. Are you okay, Ross? Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> but how's the guy? Yeah, I don't know. You need anything? He doesn't know. Uh, no, he, he looked said. like he knew. He looked like he knew he was going. <laughs> what? Dirty with the ripped shirt? <laughs> yeah. Roll down that hill. Along. It was shocking though because it's like raining and like you don't expect to see that stuff. And and I watched too many horror movies when I was a kid, right? Like you don't stop for people. Like I don't. I'm not stopping on the side of the highway to help the stumbling guy. Uh-huh. Right. Like I'm just I'm not doing it like I, you know, I feel terrible for him, but I rely on the kindness of others in situations like this. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just that's just how I roll. It's just how I roll. Like somebody like Mocha is going to be behind me, you know, coming up soon. Who's going to stop and ask the fella if he's OK. I, I called right? nine, I called 911 once because there was there was a. Look like a scared deer yeah. on the highway. <laughs> really? Oh. I drove by a human man, and you called nine one one because you thought a deer was in danger. <laughs> the deer wow, that's the difference. The highway. That's the difference between you and me, right there. <laughs> across the highway was in the middle. Yeah, and I was like, this deer's getting oh, hit for sad. sure. Yeah, and then I called, and I was like, yo, this is deer. Yeah, looks scared. <laughs> Southbound. What did they say on nine one one? They were like, we'll send some. Really? To check they it did. Out. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. It was okay. an animal, scared did- animal, trying to cross the highway. Yeah. Gosh, did you call nine one one for the guy? Well, were you not listening to the story? <laughs> I know, but I want, to make, I want to hear it again. No, 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 no. I, I did. I don't. I told you, I don't get involved in stuff like that. I don't want to be on a nine one one call. I, he, like I said, he looked like he knew where he was going. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we he were all walking. Dri- up, we right? were all driving north. He was walking north, right? <laughs> Just maybe. You know, I don't Doesn't know. He know you're supposed to walk towards traffic. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like I don't. I don't know what his deal was. I didn't ask. I don't want to know. None of my business. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how you stay clean. You just, you don't ask, that's it. And then you rely on the kindness of but others. But you're going to think about it all day. I'm not. I'm I'm literally not going to think about it all day. I mean, yeah, you're right. Oh, it's going to haunt me. I mean, <laughs> I should have done something. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good, how are you? Doing well. I had a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what world event defined your generation? What world event defined my generation? Yeah. Defined in, in which way, though? Like like culturally or like attitude or because when like my generation, when when I was sort of younger in that. The Great Depression? That late 80s. Shut up, Maury. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> that's so Shut mean. up. Shut up. <laughs> Um, I could argue that there were many things that defined the generation. My God, like the the fall of the USSR was a big thing. Because when I was growing up, every action movie was like U.S. versus Russia, U.S. versus Russia. Like, that's all it was. And then when, like, the wall came down and uh, the USSR fell, that was a big thing. What about um, 9-11? No, 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 no. Because I was a man. Like, I was grown then. Like, I mm. wasn't a kid, right? Like, I wasn't a kid then. Um, I was. So uh, my li- answer is 9-11. Um, <laughs> Live Aid was a big one. What's Live Aid? Live Aid was the massive concert at Wembley for famine relief. With, like, in, Freddie Mercury In, in, in Africa. Yeah. That oh. was the, that was, like, that, oh, that, that wait, was, yeah, it's one of, of the, yeah, like, a legendary, uh-huh. legendary concert. What about the hey, Calgary Olympics? Uh, no. Defined a generation? I don't know. That was just an event. Jesus. Um, uh, oh, 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 Hulk, Hulkamania. Oh, yeah, of course. Over the defi- Calgary Olympics. Defined a generation. Hulkamania defined a generation. Uh, what's your name on the phone, sir? Connor. Connor, what is is your answer? So I was born at the... Uh, um, so there's a there's a couple to choose from. Honestly... You were born when? The, your phone cut out. You were born when? What? Uh, 99. Oh. Oh, my God. 
So like last week to find your generation. <laughs> <laughs> COVID. Okay. Okay. So yeah, COVID, I guess. So, um, so what would you say to yeah, find your generation? COVID might be one. Honestly, uh, another one that I was, uh, was thinking of was the uh, invention of the iPhone, sort of the dawn of the smartphone. Oh, all right. Uh, what about the start one. of the internet? Nah, just, yeah, what are you I'm talking just, about, Maury? I had full internet five I'm not years talking before for this Connor. guy was born. Maybe, no, for him. No, but he wouldn't have had access until like 10 years later. He doesn't know the world without the internet. Oh, so, the, okay, fair, fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, huh. He doesn't know uh, that. Shem, do you have an answer? I mean, really, just social media. Really, just like, you know, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, all of it. Mm -hmm. Really just sort yeah. of defines my generation, for sure. I, I would have thought 9-11 as well, but um, I was... A teen when that happened. Yeah, my answer right. is also Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You're such a and dude. TikTok <laughs> and threads. Right. Like my generation. Threads. Like going ham threads. over threads. <laughs> threads. I was gonna say, I was gonna say cable television. <laughs> Can I say the Blue Jays winning the World Series twice back to back? Um, defined your generation? I think if you like baseball. I'm just throwing out big events until something sticks. But do you not do you understand the question? Yeah, what defines it? Yes. That's the question. Yeah. Or are you asking that question? No, I'm saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Maury says the Blue Jays winning back-to-back -back World Series. <laughs> well. Hey, Connor, you're the best. That was a great question. Thank you for listening. Uh, how long, by the way, have you been listening to the Ron Zamoka Show? A couple of years now. I'm actually just uh, coming up on the uh, the end of the podcast right now. Oh, okay. So I might have to uh, go back and start again. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we're creeping up on 14 years here on the show. Uh, you've listened long enough to know. I'm going to ask you. The same question we ask a lot of people. Between Razamoka, who is your favorite? So you asked me this uh, a little while ago when I first called in, and I said it was Roz, but I've learned some new information. For okay. instance, Mocha, you moved to my hometown of Aurora. Uh huh. Big up Aurora, Ontario. You, you got to know. We got to stick together. Uh -huh. so yeah. Anyway, my favorite's still Roz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best troll job I've ever heard. Not cool, man. Not cool. Thank you, Connor. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Take off, take off. Take off all your clothes. Take off, take off. Uh, this is take Lana Del Rey, by the way. Clothes, oh, yeah. Take off, take off. Such a beautiful voice. Real moody, huh? Very. Um... You see, I was reading this article from the uh, LA Times talking about Lana Del Rey and spending so much time in Alabama lately, especially since these videos emerge of her working at a <laughs> Waffle House. That is so crazy. Like, to it's got to be some sort of a stunt. Now, they kind of ran through like all these places that Lana Del Rey in the past couple of weeks have been spotted around Alabama, yeah, right? Yeah. Pizza shop, getting her nails done at a nail salon, she's kicking it at a Starbucks. Yep. But the most shocking, and the, the pictures and videos that are really going viral, <laughs> is her working, <laughs> taking orders, working, like picking up orders from the kitchen so, and serving at a Waffle House. It's so crazy. That's and so in hard. a couple of weeks, she's performing Shit. like a full set at Lollapalooza. Yeah. She's got another festival that she's playing at. And people are trying to figure out what the heck is going on with Lana Del Rey. Like, is this some sort of a PR stunt? Yeah. I to don't... get people talking before she drops a new album? 
but PR for what though? Like, what's the significance? Could be training of that? for a movie role though. A lot it of people could, do that. Yeah, it could be that more. You're yeah, right. Like true. she, she could just be, you know, sort of doing recon and. But oftentimes, like people just shadow. Like I don't think they put the uniform on and and pull a couple of different shifts, right? Like that's that's extreme to me. Uh-huh. But you're right. It could be some. It could be some sort of performance art thing. Who knows? If I had to, is. like, you know, take a role as working at a wall, I w- I don't know how to make waffles, so I would have to take on the role. You would have to take on the role. You want yeah. to be authentic, right? Method acting, I think, yeah. is what they call it, right? Well, no, this is just research. Oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, research. <laughs> for Method a role. acting would mean the entire time she was shooting the show, you had to go, you had to call her Darlene. Sure, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because uh, they even like reached out to all the recording studios in and around Alabama yeah. of where she could, if she were working on a project, and every single recording, unless they're lying, said no, right. we don't have any projects with Lana Del Rey, and she hasn't been in here. Uh, well, they're not going to tell the truth. I know. It's like, come on now. But that's interesting. Like, if maybe, and, and let's just let's say, right? Let's just say that she needs this for her own sort of peace of mind and well-being, where she felt disconnected from civilians, and yeah. she's been in the music business for too long, and the closest interaction that she has with strangers is on stage with a barricade and security guards in between you, right? Like, let's just say it's that. So let's just say she is using this to just be normal, right? And let's say she hoped she wouldn't have been found out. She just wanted to do this anonymously. Let's Bro, say- her name tag for her job at the Waffle House <laughs> yeah. says Lana. That's her name, though. I right? know, but still. I know, but she's got a very distinct that's her. That's her name. I, I'm not saying that that's what it is. I'm just saying, have you never thought about that? Have you never thought about... The time that you have in your day, if you were to go pull a shift for something that would just make you feel good. I, I drove an Uber. Yeah, more. Well, no, you did that. You didn't do that to connect with people more. You did that because you're bad with money. Well, and to get out of the house. Yeah, you did that. Yeah. All and the, then all didn't the, Uber block you from doing that because you're yeah, such, yeah. Doing such a bad job? Well, it's not my fault that somebody entered um, a street that was in... A New York when they meant Toronto. That's right. Maury was driving Uber and somebody jumped in his car and they wanted to go to like, I don't know, Highland Avenue or something like that, which is supposed to be a couple kilometers away from where the pickup was. But he put in USA. Mm. And then so Maury started driving him to Buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) And the the guy lost his mind. It's a big fare. It's a huge (laughs) fare, right? And what an awkward ride home, too. As as soon as that U-turn is made, oh, man. (laughs) But you've never thought about that? You've never thought about... Like, if I were to do... When I'm done here, like... Not when you're done here. While you're still here, is what I mean. Because she's still touring and making music and everything else. This is just a way for her to just get a, to, to feel normal. Like if I went back connect. to my old job at the Bay? Something like that. Like what right. if you just decided to drive a tow motor in the stockroom at the Bay and move skids around? Or you built decks on the weekend you for people. You built decks. Thank you, Maury. Something like that. Mm. Something like that. You've never thought about that? Nah. No? At all, huh? Nah. No? I do all the time. Do you? Yeah, what would yeah, you yeah. do? I've, I've, actually, I've actually, years ago... Um, I went and uh, helped somebody demo um, some a place that they were renovating. Really? Yeah, yeah. With other guys too, like they were all getting paid, and I didn't get paid. Oh, just for fun? Yeah, I just went. For, I just went for fun. What about hairstyling, yeah. Ross? Yeah. Like, hairstyling? Getting... No, I'd screw that up. Oh my god, that's too much pressure. Yeah, everybody out there leaving the place ball. <laughs> <laughs> in there. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Jazz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. All right, Ashley, let's get right to it. Why are you here on FML? Oh, I got more wedding drama for you. Oh! Yes! Oh, <laughs> wedding <laughs> season, Thank wedding you. drama. Love uh, it. Ashley, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Roz and Mocha, Fix My Life. My 27-year-old cousin is expecting a plus one to my older sister's wedding next year for her American boyfriend, whom we've only met twice, and they've been together for less than a year. And when my grandparents found out about him not coming? Yeah. She threatened not to show up and blame me for the whole issue. Sorry. Okay, explain what's going on here. Yeah, so it's actually my 17-year-old cousin who's still in high school. Okay. She met her American boyfriend who lives in Chicago on a cruise less than a year ago. Okay. And they stayed in touch. Okay. So recently we went wedding dress shopping for my older sister, who's marrying her fiance of almost 13 years. Yeah. And she has some strong opinions. And made Who does? it very well. The 17 year old? Your grandmother. Okay. Your grandmother, grandmother has strong opinions about the 17 year old cousin who has an American boyfriend. Yes. Okay. Okay. So when we went wedding dress shopping, and later that night, uh, over dinner, my grandmother mentioned that my 17-year-old cousin was expecting a plus one to her invite to my sister's wedding. Now, my sister isn't here during this conversation. And being the maid of honor for this wedding, I know the guest list and this 17-year-old boyfriend from America wasn't invited on the guest list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't think that, you know, my sister had decided that he was anything that she was worried about him being there. So I text my sister saying that my grandmother is saying this over dinner and she's obviously like, no, he's, he's not invited. And then my grandma gets extremely upset and threatens not not to come to the wedding anymore, along with my cousin, my aunt, and my uncle. Wait, so your grandma doesn't want to go to the wedding because the 17-year-old's American boyfriend isn't going? Correct. Okay, so she's on the side of your cousin and thinks that your cousin deserves a plus one of this American boyfriend that she's known for just a few months, met him on a cruise. Exactly. Okay, so what's the problem? Well, so now the issue is I'm the one that's the bad guy in this situation. Okay. So you're the bad guy because what, you're in charge of the guest list? Isn't the bride in charge of the guest list? Well, that's what I was saying. So my grandma's complaining that this is a family event, whereas in my terms, I'm thinking this is an event for my sister. This is my sister's day. So I've been blamed for causing this family drama between my grandmother and my sister for telling her what happened. Okay. Yo, let your sister handle it. Like, it's her wedding. Just She can invite who she wants to invite. And if there's no plus one for the cousin, there's no plus one for the cousin. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. Okay, end of story. It was great talking to you. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I mean... Okay, let's just I don't just know. Say, I think it's... I think if it's... How big's the wedding? How many people are at the wedding? Uh, I think about 80. There's one of two things going to happen, Right. Either in a year from now, they're still going to be together, and Mm -hmm. she's going to be pretty bummed that her boyfriend can't come to the wedding, or they're just going to be broken up, and she's not going to have anyone to be her plus one anyway. Problem solved. Yeah, no, and I I 
that was exactly my thoughts. Exactly. I think my more concern is the fact that now my grandma's vilifying me for telling my sister what the conversation was that we had. Uh, yeah. I, 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 for me, I could never even have dreamt of not allowing somebody to bring somebody to my wedding. Like I would never have given somebody a single ticket. That's weird to me uh-huh. that you want somebody to show oh. up alone. It's weird to me. Do people do that? Yeah, I mean, she's been invited to a wedding and without her fiance the one time, and she had a good time on her own. Really? Like people don't allow you to bring somebody? That's not that they don't allow. I I know there was like uh, a couple of people at my wedding where I knew that they didn't have a significant other. Yeah. Right? And they just were ready to show up solo anyway. But if they brought somebody, would you have cared? No, as long no. as, like, let me know in advance so I know that yeah. there's an extra yeah. plate that could be set out for you. Yeah, but I, I think that you got mixed up in, in, in drama that's not your drama. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, like, let your let the bride handle this. It's it's her, like Mocha said, it's her, it's her wedding. She's ultimately in charge of who she wants there and who she doesn't want there. And if you're just the facilitator of those wishes, then you just got to let the, the grandmother know, hey, listen, this ain't my choice. Yeah, good point. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, mind your business, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know. Show up, have a good time, give me a nice Thank cash you. gift. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, mind your business. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> tell that grandmothers love when you tell them to mind their business, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. That, that doesn't work in my family. Yeah, try, try that. Call us back and let us know how that goes. <laughs> All right. Does that help, Ashley? Yeah, that's awesome. All right. All right. You take care. Thank you. All right. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Line one. Hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good. Um, I have a conspiracy theory for you guys. All right. So does anybody know, uh, obviously Roz, but does anybody know why Maury's on page 291? Huh? Oh, so Maury's mentioned in my book? Yeah, yeah. The um, the what do you call that again? Footnote. footnote? Yeah, the footnote. Yeah. Uh, why? Did, what's your what's your conspiracy theory as far as why Maury's footnote mention in my book is is on page two ninety one? I I have a feeling that it was a hint to him that your wedding was going to be this previous weekend or the the weekend of the July sixteenth. Why? Why? What's what's that mean? Because there's 291 days between your book release yeah. and the weekend. Oh my God, dude. What? Jesus. <laughs> wow. I know. Well, I know I'm with you, Maureen. I I will, I'll applaud. I will applaud that. So, uh, Roz, friendly reminder to everyone yes. when your wedding was. Uh, the 15th. On the 15th of July. Yes. Sir. Yes. The Which fi- is date 291 yeah. of the year? The, no, since no, my book since came, the out, book came oh, out. Oh, since the book came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, yeah. So, man. It just so happens that your conspiracy theory lines up with what actually happened. <laughs> That's so... <laughs> This is like when people are like, the Simpsons predicted it. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, no. Uh, Ross, did he figure it out? Do you want to know? No, because I hadn't even proposed yet at that point, right? Like, I, I didn't know. And my book release date kept moving uh-huh. and, like, all this other stuff. Uh, I'll tell you, the 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 the, the, tr- the reason that m- that footnote is on um, page 291, and more, you may sort of, like want to settle in for this because it may actually be emotional oh. is there is a reason that, really? that yeah there is a very specific reason that Maury's mention in my book is on page 291 was just simple formatting 
I was, Damn. I was like getting ready to cry, but not anymore. <laughs> I mean, you still can. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. I thought there was like, no. I, I text, I, you added it up. I've texted you no. 291 I, times since we met or something. No, I, I can, uh, I'll, I'll send you the, the email lie. chain if you want to see it where I knew I was going to put it in there and I literally just said slap it where it fits. <laughs> so heartfelt. <laughs> And now you know the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the call, bro. Hey, El, can you ask me a question? Ah, uh, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, it's got to be Roz. Hands down, pants down. Right on, my brother. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. A couple more AI tings I came across that people have been sending, actually, oh, yeah? to play for you. Uh, unlikely matchups, I guess. There's two I'm going to play. Okay. Somebody AI'd Marge and Homer Simpson <laughs> performing <laughs> Love the Way You Lie by Eminem and Rihanna. Oh, wow. And that sounds like this. Just gonna stand there and hear me cry. <laughs> I saw right because I love the way you lie. Love the way you lie. Okay, get ready. I can't tell you what it really is. I can only tell you what it feels like. Oh right now it's a steel knife in my windpipe. I can't breathe while I still fight, but I can fight. As long as the wrong feels right, it's like I'm in flight. I have a love, drop from my head. It's like a muffin game. I'm done with this Okay, you're done, you're done. So here, let's go back real quick and play everyone's favorite, Frank Sinatra singing Lil John, Get Low. Because... To the wind up to the wall. There's actually another Frank Sinatra one. Down my now than ever. So all you somebody AI'd uh, Frank Sinatra again. It'll never be as good as Lil John. Get low. Okay. But here's a great attempt. Let's Go back and I'll play for you what the original song sounds okay, like yeah. before we get the Frank Sinatra AI version. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of I take a look at my life and really yeah. I be Coolio. Two legends, right? So you want to hear what AI Frank Sinatra sounds yeah. like? Singing Gangsta's Paradise yes, by Coolio? Please. Yes, please. All right, here you go. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look in my life and realize there's nothing left. I've been blasting and laughing for so, so long that eating my mama things on my mind is gone. And I ain't never thrust a man who didn't deserve it. Maybe treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lying and chalking. I really hate to trip, but I got a load. As a crook, I see myself in a pistol smoke. You know, I'm the kind of G the little homies wanna be like on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street light. Been spending most their lives living in the gangsters' <laughs> paradise. Oh, you're, you're bopping like you're really enjoying this. Most their lives living in the gangsters' paradise. <laughs> wow. 
so good. Yeah. Am I the only one that doesn't think that sounds like Frank? Yeah, I mean that's the the crazy thing about the other doing, one really did about doing Frank Sinatra is that not everybody is like wildly familiar with Frank Sinatra and how he sound throughout his career and his younger days, his older days. And I mean, I'm with you. Like they fooled me. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, they, they, why would they? What do you mean they fooled you? Like. Like fooled you like you actually thought that was no 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 uh, no oh. no they fooled me as it like Maury says that he can no they impressed distinctly you. tell that that's not or it doesn't sound like Frank Sinatra but you're right. telling me it sounds like Frank Sinatra yeah I'm like yeah absolutely sure, it does sure. they didn't fool you they impressed you yeah yeah no I mean I listen I'm no expert on Frank Sinatra but I just I I like the arrangements like to, like the, the whoever's doing these is obviously talented like this isn't just an ai thing and i know that it gets labeled as we got an, another ai thing but the person who arranges this and puts finds the the way to, to 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 put those lyrics in that beat and then program it and sing it and replace the voice like they're talented they're uh, talented you know it's gonna be a, a game changer for especially us with the iphone What's that? Is when the new iOS drops in the fall. Yeah. Have you seen that feature where it gives you certain sentences or you have to enable it, yeah. but you read a couple of sentences and then like it'll analyze your voice and then do make like an AI version of your voice. And I think you can use it for things like voice notes or reminders or anything like oh, that. Yes. And it sounds. Anybody does that. You are insane. I'm totally going to do this. You are insane. And then you can write or type sentences and then your voice on your iPhone and the new iOS will spit it back at you in your voice. Now, it's not perfect from some of the demos I've seen, the beta versions. It's not perfect. No. But nope. after like a couple of months and updates, it yeah. will be will, perfect. Will Am it I answer your husband for you? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one in the room that still has to put um, uh, uh, like a, a password into his phone? No, you just look at your phone. No, 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 no. What do you mean? I mean, like what? with the numbers? Yeah, with the numbers. You can like enable it. Like it's 2018? What's that? Yeah. Oh. I don't let it scan my face to oh. open my phone. Oh, it scans you, your face anyway, so. What's no, no, the, but, but I am like, no, no. What are you worried about? What do you mean? What am I worried about? I don't want to give them that. I don't want to give them my they eyes. They already got it. No, they don't. It's every really time they look at you, every time you look at your phone, you think that camera's not scanning your face? Yeah. No, no, no. Not like that. I didn't give her permission to. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what, what I mean. Per, no, 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 no. You gave permission when no. you bought that phone. No, no. You you guys with your, I, I never did the, I never did the uh, the fingerprint thing on my phone. Yeah. Never did oh, any of that stuff. Already. No, 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 no. Yeah. I no. guarantee you guys they give got it up it. too easy. You guys are all loose. You're so loose. No arguments. So loose. <laughs> Shut up. Loosey goosey right over here. <laughs> what? No, no. Hold on. No. What? What'd you just say? I'm talking phones, bro. I'm talking phone, like technology. I'm all loosey goosey with the tech. No, you're not. You're loosey goosey with just about everything. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> waistline, bro. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I'm just reading all of this. Justin Timberlake can't do anything, man. He's getting roasted right now. For what? So. 
Timberlake just released, like he just did a, uh, I guess like a feature, a remix on Coco Jones, I See You, which came out like nine months ago. She the girl from Bel Air, Shem? Yes, Bel Air, right? and she's also on uh, Wild and Out a couple times. Thank the you. Show. Thank you. That's where I know her from. And um, so she was teasing that she was doing this remix and putting up all these pictures, and people figured out that it was Justin Timberlake. But Justin Timberlake can't do anything. So first of all, here, let me play you the remix, and I'll tell you why he's getting roasted. So here is uh, the remix of I See You. <laughs> sound good, huh, He came out of the woods and right back. Uh, I love it, man. You do, this is, huh? this is This is the Justin. This is the lane I needed to stay in right here. But this is the lane that I think people forget that Justin Timberlake is really great in because he's getting roasted for, like, dipping his foot into R&B. For crazy. one, crazy. That's insane. Um, but two two things that he's getting he's getting killed with one because anytime Justin Timberlake does anything, the Britney fans come out and kill him, right? So Britney two days ago released a video saying that she has the new book coming out, right. and then two days later Justin Timberlake does the remix with Coco Jones, and they're like, oh. He can't just let Britney have a moment. He's got he's got to step all over the moment, right? As if this both of those things have been planned forever. Um, and then they call him like a culture vulture yeah. and like all of this, all of this stuff. But uh, but he's getting killed. Like he can't do anything. Like people love roasting Justin Timberlake. It's crazy. But you know that stems from the whole Janet Jackson stuff, right? Like especially because he teamed up with a, a black woman. For people who don't know, Coco Jones yeah. is a black woman, right? So yeah. him teaming up with her feels to some yeah. a little culture vulture. But I mean, Justin Timberlake. Listen, as a member of the black community, I'm going to go ahead and say that Justin Timberlake. Musically speaking, yes, is a member, right? It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's interesting because at like, because Timberlake hasn't had an album out since 2018, and as you get younger generations who sort of start growing up and they only know sort of what they know, there is now a very large population who only know Justin Timberlake as a scumbag. Yeah, and the right guy in the woods. Yes, like, and they're a very, very loud group of people. Yeah, you don't want to mess who, them up. Who only know him as like, and well, people are talking about how, oh, you're going to release this, and you're you cheat on your wife, like all of this stuff. It's so crazy. He can't do anything, but I think the song's great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mitch Marner Woo. down at the um, uh, c &E where all the indie stuff is happening. Uh, it's the fifth annual Marner All-Star Invitational, um, focusing on kids and social care and health and education and all that other stuff that Mitch is really, really great at. What was it like down there yesterday, Mor? Oh, my God. Was just it crazy? Did it you get just... locked in the indie chaos? I literally climbed fences. Yeah, yeah. I, I climbed a fence mm -hmm. to get to this building. Were you wearing appropriate pants or no? No. Brain <laughs> 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 old stretch. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, so much uh, going on with Mitch Meyer. He's getting married this summer. Um, but uh, big changes on the team. And I know that Maury was heartbroken when Michael Bunting oh my God, don't even, I'm gonna cry. Um, got traded. Because they won. Michael Bunting, big big fan of the show. And he grew up listening to this show. And um, he and Maury got along real well. And 
flirty and stupid and everything else like that. You still are on DM. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that you and Mark. Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. Everyone, Everyone wants, to hear. wants to hear about your Michael Bunting DMs. Uh, but now that Bunting is out, uh, here's Mitch's take. Now, a lot of uh, amazing players have left the Leafs this year, one of which Michael Bunting, who I thought, what, you first of all, before he joined, were the cutest on the team. Bunting then became the cutest on the team. So now you're back to being the cutest on the team. How does that make you feel? Yeah, it's great. I don't think he ever took that away from me, if I'm going to be honest, but we'll, we'll let him have that okay. fame, I guess. We got a lot of cute guys on our team, though. I don't know, so... You know, I'll take, I guess I'll take honorary. It's going to be, you know, I think Rebo might have a competition there. He's always shirts off in his interviews after matches. So it'll be funny to see if, I think, I heard he said he's going to bring that to Toronto. So I'm very interested to see how our PR team is going to handle that one. But I'm excited to watch it. You know what's crazy is that every time you ask a question more, I cringe, right? Because I think that they're going to be like, man, I don't want to talk about that. And then, and then they do. <laughs> okay, so yes, it was Michael Bunting, Ryan O'Reilly, Justin Hall, Luke Shen, Alex Kerfoot, Noel Akari, uh, all out. And uh, here's more with uh, Maury and uh, Mitch Marner. As I said, a lot of incredible players have left the Leafs this year, including Michael Bunting, Ryan O'Reilly, Justin Hall, Luke Shen, Alex Kerfoot, Noel Italian last name. Now, I want to find out wow. from you, if you could rank them, who will you miss most? Rank these from miss the most to not miss the most. So who I'm going to miss the most is first. Yeah. I will say I'm going to miss Justin Hall the most. Okay. And then I'm going to go to Alex Kerfoot. I really want to screw Bunce over just because I, you know, he knows I'm going to be joking, but I'll put Bunce there third. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't like this game. It, it, it's, I'm going to get if I put Shinner at the end he's going to see this somehow because he's constantly looking at stuff he's going to text me being like what the hell I was just at a wedding with him too he's going to be pissed okay I'm going to go I'll go Shinner next yeah. and then I'll go Cookie and then I'll go Factor but Factor's going to be pissed at me I think too but whatever right I miss them all this. I'm going to miss them all the most I don't even know who he was talking about those last couple I don't know the nicknames the nicknames are so <laughs> I Factor Factor Cookie I'm like so who's last <laughs> Cookie Cookie or Factor I'm looking on the list here and I'm Ryan like, O'Reilly I think is Factor yeah. oh I gotcha yeah. I'm like I don't, see, I don't see Cookie's name on the list <laughs> uh, but, uh, but Mitch is, uh, is getting married and uh, how are those plans going you are going to be getting married very soon congratulations have the wedding planning stuff begun Oh yeah, no, everything's done pretty much. We're we're coming up to a date here fast, so I am um, I'm backseat driving, as I like to call it. I am so far out of the planning. I'm just I don't think she wants any of my opinions. Really? Yeah. So are you a groomzilla at all? No, I don't want any control really. I I actually did control the main table yesterday, and that got into about a ten minute dinner fight. <laughs> So that was unpleasant, and that's probably the last thing I'm going to get a part of. So, but what are your wedding, like, must-haves? What are things that are like, you can plan anything you want, but I have to have these things? I mean, a great party. A great party that everyone's going to be dancing a lot at. I'm a big fan at weddings to be tarps off. I think, you know, you're sweating a lot at weddings, especially in, like, a tent venue. So I'm sure my, if my photographer is going to have a lot of photos of people just dancing shirts off. I need to be at this wedding. It's going to, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be good. Will you be married by the time the season begins? I will be, yeah. Will. That means it's happening this summer. It is. I'm not telling a date, so it's going to... either July or August. That's... Or, wait, no, when does the season begin? September. It's either July or August. You never know. You'll never know until it gets posted somewhere. Ooh. Maybe I should do tarps off at my wedding. Yes. yes. Right? Tar- yeah. Such a hockey player thing to say. Tarps, tarps off. off. I was like, I was like, what in the hell? Cookie and tarps off. I was like, I don't even know what that's going on. Maybe I should do that. Maybe. But somebody has to be the first. I'll, right? I'll do it. 
No, yeah. it can't be you. I don't know if people are going to follow you, it, it, That's the thing. It has to be Hold somebody on. that people are going to follow. Can I text yeah. Scott McGilvery? Nobody. <laughs> Scott McGilvery's going to. Actually, you know what? Scott McGilvery's like a, he's a hockey player. Scott McGilvery might do tarps off at my wedding. Tarps off with cookie. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Uh, JD, are you there? I'm there. How you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, what's going on? So, uh, JD, welcome to Razamoka's Hell of a Story. Uh, when and where did your hell of a story start? Oh, I'm talking December 1997, baby. December oh. 1997. And what happened in December 1997? Oh, someone named James Cameron dropped a movie called Titanic. Ever heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's your hell of a story about Titanic? Oh, well, Titanic just swept the nation. Everyone saw Titanic. I don't know if you remember, but it was Titanic Mania. Yeah, very much. It was <laughs> it, it was one of the most successful movies of all time. I, uh, I, I clearly remember Titanic oh, Mania. So how yeah, old, 11 Academy Awards. <laughs> okay. JD, 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 how old were you in 97? Six years old. And you saw Titanic when you were six? Everyone had to see Titanic. My parents brought me. Oh, my goodness. Titanic swept the nation. I loved it so much. But that's not where this story. Three hours long. It was three hours long. That's a long time for a six-year-old. Yeah, three hours and 14 minutes. I wish it was a bit longer, but, you know, what are you going to (laughs) do? Okay, so you obviously um, what you became obsessed with Titanic and then and then and then so what what happened like? Well, they were saying take the voyage home September 1st, 1998. That's when Titanic came out on VHS. Remember? Oh, I do. Here we <laughs> okay. go. Yes. Two tapes, wasn't oh, it? Wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Cassette number one and cassette number two. You know what it do, baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it came out on VHS. And then what happened? It was the most iconic VHS of all time. Everyone had this cassette number one, this cassette number two somewhere in their house, their parents, their grandparents. Everyone had this thing. Did you have it? Yeah, I did. Oh, yes. You can't escape Titanic, especially on VHS. And I was so pumped when I got it on VHS because I can watch it over and over and over and over again. Okay, so... so what the, I'm still trying to figure okay, out what okay, the just, hell of a story is. Okay, You're six years okay. old, you watch a movie, and then you got the VHS? Well, that's, that's just where it all started right there. Oh, okay, okay. Many, many years later, DVD comes out. They wipe VHS off the planet. They did. All right, so everyone's donating their Titanic on VHS. And uh, around 2012... I saw a huge display of Titanic on VHS, all a dollar each, and I knew what I had to do. I had to collect every single one of them because I love Titanic on VHS so much, baby. (laughs) Wait, wait, so so you only collect Titanic VHS? (laughs) Yes. Like you don't care about the, the DVD, you don't care about anything else? No DVDs here. It's way better on VHS. You get cassette number one, cassette number two. You know what to do. I told you Yes, yes, we got it. Um, So how many do you have in your possession now? We've accumulated 2,052 Titanics on VHS, baby. (laughs) And and just to be clear, that's tape number one and two, right? That's both cassettes. 2,052. Where do you keep them? Do you have a storage unit for them or you keep them at home? I have them all in one room. So my room is full. Every single wall is covered with Titanic on VHS from the floor to the ceiling. It's all T on V. That's Titanic on VHS. And I love it so much. (laughs) Okay. 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 JD, I know that they're all the same movie on VHS, tape one, tape two. But do you have one that is maybe a little bit more special than the rest? 
Oh, yes. Fans send in some customs. So they put Jack Dawson's face next to Jack Dawson's face on the cover. That's a double Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come on, man. Wow. Okay. Does James Cameron know that you have this many copies of Titanic on VHS? Oh, my God. I wish he did because that's kind of the main goal is to get James Cameron's attention so, you know, he can come out here and give me you know, more Titanic on VHS. I'm pretty sure he has a warehouse with pallets of this stuff. You know what I mean? How many How many do you want to collect? All of them? Well, they made $25 million. I'm just trying to get oh. $1 million. You want a, a million? million? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to rebuild Titanic out of Titanic on VHS. Kind of like the next Noah's Ark. Oh, my God. Hey, were, were a lot of people reaching out to you a couple weeks ago when those guys went down in that submarine? Oh, yes. But, you know, I tell them I'm strictly Titanic on VHS. So, like, you don't have any opinions on other people's obsessions with Titanic and stuff like that? Did James Cameron make it? Does it have 11 Academy Awards <laughs> music by Celine Dion starring Jack Austin? I don't think so, pal. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How many times a year are you watching Titanic, JD? Yeah, do you even watch them? Oh, it plays nonstop in my room. I have four TVs with a continuous loop of Titanic on VHS. But you're the one that has to load all those VHS (laughs) and rewind them. Yeah, it takes some time, but it's totally worth it. Do you have a rewind machine or do you use the VCR? Because if you use the VCR, my old man would kill you. Uh, We have a rewind machine and the VCRs. We got the whole thing going. (laughs) Damn, man. Now, do you have backup VCRs in case the main (laughs) ones that you're using right now go down? Yeah, anytime I find a VCR, I buy it. So So how many VCRs do you have at home? Right now, we have three plugged in. So if anything happens, I got backups. We're ready to go, baby. What? How much is a VCR these days, JD? About 10 bucks at Goodwill. (laughs) Oh, my God. God. Remind us where you live again, JD. Largo, Florida. Yeah, there you go. Uh, JD, uh, a Titanic obsessed. You currently have how many copies of Titanic on VHS tapes one and two? 2,052 copies. And your goal is to get how many again? One million. Well, JD, we hope that you achieve your goal of one million. James Cameron produced VHS copies of Titanic. Draw me like you draw your French girls. Thank you so much. Flying. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, group chat is blowing up today with accusations of cheating once again. Oh, Lord. Yeah. A lot of people in the group chat. I can't believe it. I, I cannot believe it. I know. Uh, Shem claims that his uh, his starting word came up today because he got a wordle in one. What do you mean claim? Claim. So that, what, how else do you say it? Claim. You claim. Yes, but you sound skeptical. Why wouldn't I be skeptical? Why would you be? I'm pretty based good at Wordle. On, based on the accusations in, in the group chat. Well, I, and also, excuse me, Shem, okay? <laughs> when you, the word that you claim you use over and over again, always, no, no. always comes up, you can't attribute that to I'm good at Wordle. Why not? That's, that's, like, that's like saying I'm really good at playing the lottery. Mm-hmm. It's well, luck at that point. Yes. It and just so happens good luck. that word came up today. Yeah, and I got good luck. So everyone will eventually have good I'm, luck. I'm with pretty Wordle. good at one. Well, I'm good at playing Wordle. <laughs> no, you, you, I, your, your word came up that you play I always day. just, I always switch it up. You do, huh? Yeah. Oh, Every yeah. single I time cycle. I cycle. I cycle. I get three or four words. One of them has come up, though. I've got it in one because my word came up before. Uh, Man, you're going to feel happened. so upset if you switch it up and then your word is that day and you didn't use it. Yeah. I was on a streak of like 298. And then one day I X'd out. And oh, then since no. then I X'd out, I think, 
maybe and in, in, like I got shook. Yeah. It was like three times. You got the so yips. Now, yes. And now yeah. my streak is at like six or something. <laughs> you want to use my word? I can tell you my word. Up, no, because then you spoil it, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's, true. that's, that's the whole, that's yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Although your that. word, your, your starting word is very endearing. I was very, yeah. I, was, I was quite, I was quite, uh, I was shocked that uh, that your starting word was uh, was was what it was well. what it was. I have the best person, by the way, on my in my DMs. I got to show you this real quick. So you know how Maury stopped following us because his therapist said that it was triggering. Mm. Uh, and then Mocha blocked me. I think it's worth mentioning. <laughs> and then Mocha blocked him in retaliation. Which is great to do for therapy. To the to the unfollow. I'm trying to help. He's just trying to help more. How's that helping? It's being supportive, <laughs> you so you don't, you don't see you don't, all my yes. posts. Yes, because now don't. I have to go around going, oh, no, no, he blocked me. Yeah, do you have fake accounts that you spy on us with more? No, I can always log into the Kiss account. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, so, okay, hold okay. on. Okay, um, so you're going to block, block gonna Kiss? Bleed. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, so here's the thing. So Maury stopped following all of us, right? Mm. And Because he, he doesn't want it in his life and everything else. And fine, fair enough. That's cool. great. If, if it helps him get through the day, that's fine. I've never followed Maury on Instagram. Mm. But Maury sort of <sighs> wants to divide, wants there to be a buffer zone between all of us on social media. However, I always say that whenever Maury does post on social media, he then DMs it to me mm-hmm. to be, and then writes, "Thought you would find this funny, you or thought you would find this interesting. DMing. Thought you would find this interesting." Uh-huh. You know, now what I have is fans on Instagram that when Maury posts on Instagram, they send me Maury's post with, "Thought you might enjoy this." Oh my god! <laughs> look! 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 Oh my god! Oh, so many. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, squad. So, yeah, so I get them from Maury, and then I get them all from other people, which is now I get Maury's posts nah. that I don't see because I don't follow him uh-huh. like five times, and all it reads is, thought you would find this and after interesting. after all that, you still don't like it. No, nah, I don't. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Shem and Mocha, have you guys started watching Full Circle yet? No. So Full Circle is the new Steven Soderbergh show uh-huh. on Crave, I guess. It's an HBO Max show. Okay. We started watching it. It's uh, um, Claire Danes, Timothy Oliphant, and a, a whole other side of young cast members that I don't really know who they are. But I okay. want to play you some clips because, gentlemen, this show is about a sort of botched kidnapping. You see that at the very beginning, uh-huh. right? But it involves organized crime. Uh-huh, I'm into it. Already in. In New York. Love yep. it. By a Guyanese gangster squad. Oh, God. What? I'm not. Okay, yeah. sit up, okay. Sit up right. What? So, no, how did I not heard this show? I don't what? know. I don't know. So I want to play you a bunch of clips. Oh, and you then, know why? What's it called? Full Circle. They should have called it Full Circle. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what they so, call it. so I want to play you a bunch of clips. So this is like where you first realize like what's going on. Okay. So this is okay. a scene with uh, Claire Danes and, uh, and a cop. So I'll play you this first. So... Did he have an accident, the guy on the phone? I don't know. What kind? I don't know. Maybe, um, Guyanese? Guyanese? (laughs) Does that mean something to you, or...? Not really. It's just a... a rather 
specific place to, to pull out. Okay, um, so so that's how it starts, right? So now I'm gonna I'll play you some clips. Uh, these aren't I, I tried to cut them in ways of where they're not spoilers for anybody because mm-hmm. the show is actually quite enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. But uh. But here I'll play some clips and I want you guys to just judge the accents. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I hear you was running weed, Louis, which means you lied to me on a phone. You was just tricked, not. Point was I was going to be sending you money this time. Okay. What? That kind okay. of sounds Trini. Yeah. That doesn't even sound Trini. That sounds like somebody trying yeah, to like. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Here's yeah. another one. Okay. Here's another one. Here's another one. I got Ms. Marabier during the day so I can pair off. What? Almost done too. Every time one of them dead Natalia, you are part of it. Nah. Oh my god. No, absolutely no, not. No. no. I think I can watch the show okay. now. That's, That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. It's offensive. I'm angry. Okay, okay let's Should go. Be, hold on. Your Guyanese parents and my Guyanese parents would be so upset Vex. if we started yes. watching this show and, and said that we enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's uh, almost, almost disrespectful. Okay, hold on. Here's another one. I don't understand. You thought what? You are going to go meet Jared Brown at the Chelsea Piers. What? Show him his stuff. So good? No, okay. not good? Not the, good? No. Now, the way that she said the name Jared Brown, yeah. I think this was very Guyanese. The, okay. the rest of it was not. Okay. No, you know what You're going to go meet Jared Brown. Yeah. Jared. Jared. Yeah, So, so far, <laughs> yeah. they get a point with Jared Brown. Yeah, okay. Brown. Wait, no, no, but that's say, pray, half a point because she said Jared. I don't understand. You thought, what? We're gonna go meet Jared Brown at no. Chelsea. She no. gets half a point because she said Jared, right? right? But if you're a real Guyanese, you would say Jared Brown. Brown, yeah, B R U N G, as yeah. opposed oh. to Jared Brown. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. I got one more, one more, one okay, more, one more, one okay. more. Hello, Yo, Shaquilla. Hey. It's me. I know it's you. Where have you been? Look, I know. I'm sorry. I should have called. I just, I just been busy with work. You know. Uh, can you play that one more time? Yeah, I'll play that one more time. Hello? Yo, Shaquilla. It's me. I know it's you. Where have you been? Look, I know I'm sorry. I should have called. I just... I just been busy with work, you know. No, no. here's where okay. he went wrong. <laughs> Yo, Shakira would have yeah. been a hey, girl. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> not even. Yeah. Hold on, play it again. Yeah, because I have to hear the name. Yeah, because okay. the reason why but, I kind of perked up. By the way, this is a new Soderbergh show on Crave called Full Circle, where half the cast is Guyanese or ah. at least acting Guyanese. No, okay, no. okay. Hello, Yo, Shaquilla. Okay, it's me. They get half a point right there, yeah. only because. I actually have an aunt named Shaquilla. Okay. Oh. And he says it right? Yeah, he says Shaquilla right. Everything yeah. else, he kind of sounds a little bit like an actor playing a Jamaican. Okay. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. And yes. then the girl almost sounds like Bayesian. She reminds me of like when Rihanna speaks. Okay. And I know Rihanna is like part Bayesian, part Guyanese as well. It reminds me of a lot of guys who try to put on a Jamaican accent in Toronto to make them sound like Toronto mans. Oh, you ever right. heard that term, yeah, that like, phrase? Yeah, like, like Jamaican Maury. Yeah, d- just like Jamaican Maury. Right. Yes. <laughs> Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. Come Jamaican Maury, go. Oh, we got to go and meet Jared Brown. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, there, it. there it is. <laughs> Full circle. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
Oh, man. Kind of sad day when they announced that uh, Michael Bunting was no longer going to be a Toronto Maple Leaf. And, um, only because we know he's a big fan of our show and he's always so generous with his time. He's such a pest, too, which is great. And it's sort of what the team needs. And I don't know. Uh, he's I off to already. Carolina. Three-year contract, 4.5 mil. Good for him, right? Get that bag. There you go. Why not? Are you yeah. kidding? I go to Carolina for 4.5. They're a good hockey team. They're a good hockey team and fans, too. Uh, but he's still got his place in Toronto. And uh, actually, you know what? Let mm-hmm. me read to you what Maury provided oh, rather no. than doing the setup myself. Oh, okay, no. buckle up. So forget about my setup. Okay. On a hot summer day. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Why'd you write it like a romance novel? Oh. <laughs> I'm glad. Don't say anything, more. I'm glad you asked that question. Because it's the perfect question to ask leading in to the way the conversation starts. On a hot summer day, former Toronto Maple Leaf... Michael Bunting invited Dammit Maury to chill on his condo patio uh-huh. with some wine and cheese oh and have an exclusive chat before he leaves Toronto. Oh my God, this is so bittersweet because I love hanging out with you, but this is like a goodbye. Yes, this, this is it. Um, I'm off to Carolina. I'm really excited for the n- next opportunity and uh, to play for the Hurricanes. All right, before we begin, should uh, do you want to pour our... I brought some wine. Do you want to pour? <laughs> I can see you brought the smallest wine in the world here. Very, uh, very generous of you to, to bring this in uh, a little plastic uh, cheese tray. Well, I said I'd bring cheese, but I didn't know if you were going to eat any, but... There's about four, four chunks of cheese for each of us, so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so more brought a small-ass bottle of wine and eight cheese cubes. <laughs> what does it matter with you? To kick it with a guy who's about to make $4.5 million. What does it matter with you? <laughs> What does it matter with you? Also, also, when you say he invited you, how many times did you were you in his DMs before you forced him to invite you? No, he texts me. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dan Mori with uh, former Toronto Maple Leaf Michael Bunting. Will it be difficult for you when you play against the Leafs to actually try and beat us? <laughs> yeah, you, uh, now I'm a Carolina Hurricane, so um, you know, obviously. You're, I'm going to be playing some friends there, but um, everyone's so competitive. Everyone wants to win every single game, so um, I'll be going into it just like any other game. Like, you know that, like, I can't cheer for you anymore. <laughs> like, I'll text you and say, you know, hey, great game, but I can't cheer for you, and that's what sucks. Yeah, that's that's okay. I, I, I understand. Obviously, you gotta you got to be loyal from uh, where you come from, but um, I guess you could cheer for me anytime we're not playing uh, Toronto. Like, I'll cheer for you for... No. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, then. That's okay. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Poor guy. At least you're being honest, Mario. Yeah. How quickly did they remove you from the group chat? Or are you still in the Leafs group chat? Um, I honestly didn't check. Um, check now. Yeah, I'm most likely removed. Oh, my God. He's totally checking right now. We're going to find out if he's still in the group chat. Um, yeah, no, I'm not there anymore. Oh. For real? Yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how it goes. Oh, no. Oh, my heart. <laughs> Removed so quickly. My heart. This is Dan Mori talking to uh, Michael Bunting, who's off to uh, Carolina to play oh. for the Hurricanes. What will you miss most about Toronto? You grew up here. You're now moving away. What are you going to miss most? You know, the Roz and Mocha show in the mornings. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss that. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss my family. Obviously, you know, living close to home was nice, but... 
um, I know that, you know, my family and um, everyone that supports me are, are uh, crazy on themselves that they'll be visiting quite a bit. So we're all looking forward to that. Uh, we love Michael oh, Bunting. Love that guy. Big up Michael Bunting. Um, I have one more to play yeah. only because it shows just like the way Maury views <laughs> this money. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. And Maury is just so broke. So this is like how. Did you show up with the cheese in your pocket, Maury? No, it was in a plastic bag. Oh. <laughs> like a plastic bag from home or from the store? From the store. Oh. So, first of all, just to recap. Maury's hanging out with Michael Bunting at Bunting's condo. Yeah. And Maury brings a small-ass bottle of wine and eight <laughs> cubes of cheese for the two of them For a pro share. athlete. For a pro athlete who's about to make $4.5 million playing for the Carolina Hurricanes. And Maury, dead broke, uh, right? Yeah. And trying to talk and understand finances with Michael Bunting. When you make as much money as you do as a hockey player, do you get paid every two weeks into your own checking account? How does that work? Yeah, that's exactly how it works. Really? Yeah, just like a normal a normal job. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's biweekly. I think so. Uh, yeah, that's. I've always wondered that, like how that works. Like if suddenly you're like, oh crap, there's a million. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's yeah, it's biweekly, and uh, it's just like uh, yeah. So you have to do taxes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, you do have to do taxes. I, yeah, exactly. Guess what, Mark? You you have to do taxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to do that. Raza, Shemda, everybody does taxes. You. Everyone got to do taxes. We thought like that like celebrities don't. They don't do taxes. <laughs> I thought that they. <laughs> Jeez, <man. laughs> anyway, big up love Michael Bunting. Uh, we are gonna miss you, and we love you, bro. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Andrew had sent a uh, text to us saying, a new fan of the show and only listen to your podcast now. A friend from work told me about you guys, and I'm happy he did. So, Andrew, uh, thank you. Welcome to the Raw Mocha Show. We've been on the radio together for almost 14 years now. How is it that it's only now you discovered the Raz and Mocha show through your friend? Uh, well, I had seen your guys' ads and stuff where you were in the pink suits years ago, so that sticks out to me. But uh, just primarily because I'm not really into the music so much. So mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to my buddy about another show who had previously been canceled because the fella had uh, some issues. Uh-huh. And my buddy Matt Archer from work, he told me, oh, I'll give a Raz and Mocha show a listen because... He's a big fan of you guys. He's a big fan of Roz. So I checked out the podcast, and that's pretty much all I listen to now. It's been great. So, I know Matt. Matt DMs me all the time. Yeah, Matt. He's yeah, he's a good guy. Hold on a second. So I DM back with Matt, <sighs> but meanwhile, his favorite is still Roz, and I'm sure he's DM'd Roz, and Roz has yet to reply to anything from him. I guarantee you. Roz is yeah. checking his phone right now. I'm Go. checking my phone right now. Is what's Matt it? with you right now, Andrew? No, he's, okay. he's working. I'm at home right now, actually. What's his, what's his name? Matt Archer. Matt. Yeah. My Go buddy. Search. I don't know. There you go, Matt. What's up, buddy? Bro, this is going to take me forever to do this. Because you don't know how or because you don't have your readers? Um, no, I'm good. Is, is What's his name on? I don't know what the hell his name Search is. Search for Matt Archer. For, okay, Like man. in your DMs. In oh, your DMs. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, hold on now. Matt, okay, so Matthew Archer or Matt Archer? Yeah, Matt. I don't know. 
my God. Okay. Forget I, I, it. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's like Matt Arch. Matt Arch on Instagram, I think. Oh, oh for God's sake. Okay. Arch. So, <laughs> there's your favorite, Matt. <laughs> Just so much love. So, uh, Andrew, yes. uh, when did you start listening? Like, how long ago did you actually start listening? I think it's been about two or three months now. Oh, yeah. okay. And did you start with uh, episode one of the podcast, or are you starting at the latest and working your way backwards? Oh, I started right at the start, and uh, I'm at 70-something episode right now. Oh, wow. Pretty much where you guys Oof. are talking about how awesome Endgame is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I watched it yesterday, too, because you guys are talking about it so much. Oh, yeah? <laughs> really? I know. I, how many times do you watch Endgame? Actually, I think that's the second time I've watched it. Okay. Wow. Yeah, the last because the last time I watched it was actually in, like, February. Was it really? Oh, you watched yeah. it again, Don't huh? you remember I told you I was oh, drinking that right, night? Right, yes, And then I started right. to tear up when Tony Stark got <laughs> there. Right. <laughs> I what got all fucked up about that yesterday too, actually. Oh my you god, see? you guys sitting around in your feelings watching Tony Stark. Yeah, when he goes, I am Iron Man, and he snaps. <laughs> my wife's like, are you, are you getting all upset about this right now? And I was like, no. I am inevitable. I am Iron Man. Oh my god. Uh, somebody uh, DM me the other day saying that they are they kind of much like you, Andrew, started with episode one. They went back to the beginning and started listening to uh, to the podcast, and they're now at the the part where COVID just started. Oh wow! So yeah. that's gonna be like a wild time to listen to when we're going through all the COVID stuff. Yeah. Whereas in real time, we're like completely out of all that, right? Hey, do you? Yeah, yeah. So your podcast exclusive, like you don't listen to the radio show, right? Uh, I try to listen to the radio show, but just because my job, I'm I'm kind of all over the place, so gotcha. I don't really, I don't get to listen to the full show. And also because of the music too, so I would just be kind of flipping back and yeah, forth. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, so, what about? Uh, do you have any questions for us? Uh, or for uh, me, no, for Mocha, for Shem, for, for just, Maury? You got to have a question about Maury. You have to be. Well, quick. I, I know the main question about Maury is if that's actually how he is. But <laughs> you guys always say <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at Maury shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that, Amar. I'm sorry. Yeah, he seemed yeah. seem real nice on the phone. I talked to him. Maury seems great. Yeah. No, but you always give me this great compliment. Yeah. That I'm good at um, everything. No, that's not what I say. What? No, that's not what I say. I say you. Try it again. I, try it again. Maury, you are good at everything except. No, that's nothing. not what I say. I say Maury is really good at some things, just not most things. Yes, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> what is it, Maury? You're really good at everything, no. just not. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, welcome to the Razamoka Show family. Welcome to Kiss. Uh, before we let you go, you, you've heard it on the podcast. We'll ask you right now, though. Between Razamoka so far, who's your favorite? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I think you guys are all great, all three of you. Uh, but I'm going to have to go with Russ. You have to? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool, man. <laughs> Thanks. Andrew, feel free to reach out anytime, bro. Cheers, guys. Thanks for calling. I really appreciate it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Ashley, let everyone know why you're here. Wagwan. <sighs> Turns out my ex is a lion sack of Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Ashley, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I've been with my now ex for 13 years, three of those married. So I was 14. 
I had yeah. found that he'd been lying straight to my face about smoking for like multiple years. He was very absent and we had essentially been living separate lives almost for two years before I left. Now I find out he's moved in with someone new and it's only been six months we've been separated. It's also supposedly the woman from work I wasn't supposed to worry about. Oh, 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 but I'm not surprised he was paying for dates out of the joint checking account we had open uh, for bills while we separated like two months in. Wow, that's crazy. So the, yeah. the, all the problems stem from just the smoking or were there other things that played a factor in your separation? Uh, there were other things that played a factor. Like for, I, I found out about the smoking, like I said, and um, we had been living separate lives for almost two years. So it's like I found out about the smoking and then I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. Were you living separate lives in two different places or were you living separate lives still living together? We were still living together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were still living together. He was just found any excuse to not be home and to be back in our hometown, uh, always visiting friends and family, Uh um, which is now where he went back to and is with that uh, in the new new house. Hey, wait a second. Ashley, what do you need help with? I'm, I mean, help with, you know, like, how do you, how do you regain trust after oh, that? Oh, okay, I got you. Well, like, I, how do you regain trust? How do you, like, start over? How do you start, like, seeing? Starting over, let's start with starting over. Um, because okay. Because the trust thing is going to be easier than you think. Because when you say, how okay. do you regain trust, you're not having to regain trust with your ex. He's out of your life. Yeah. Right. So don't worry about him. Like when you're when when you meet somebody new, you're starting fresh. So you're going to do whatever you would normally do to sort of let somebody in, go through the process of whether, you know, it's difficult for them to earn your trust or you give it up. Who, who knows? It's, it's, it's all going to be new. Right. So don't worry mm-hmm. about regaining trust and don't put all the crappy things your ex did on the next guy, mm-hmm. because that is not going to do anything for any future. And it's a very easy thing to to do as well when the previous relationship and all the hurt and mistrust yes. is still so fresh in your mind. Right. Yeah. 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 So don't do that. Okay. And don't come okay. in there with, you know, I, my last, my ex, I was with him for 14 years and then he lied and he was screwing a coworker and all this. Like, don't, don't put that on the new thing. Okay. okay. Don't start that way. No, one, nobody wants to hear your story. Right. It's <laughs> like, like really, you, 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 you open up about that stuff later on, like when you might be hesitant to sort of, you know, commit or anything like that. Um, but when it comes to kind of when it comes to starting over, I actually think that you're in a better place than people who don't have closure. Okay. Because that is usually the thing that keeps people from being able to move on is mm-hmm. that they feel that they didn't get the closure that they needed. You got full closure. You knew everything that was going on. And you know everything that's going on. Yeah. There are, yeah. No, there are no unanswered questions at this point. You know what? You guys are right. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. So, I, you just, so you just have to get over the hurt. Do you guys have any tips for that? <laughs> Getting over the hurt time. Time. Yeah. yeah. It's I only been six months, right, that you guys have been separated. Yeah. But everybody gets, over yeah. the, everybody gets over the hurt differently. You know, some people get over the hurt just by, you know, staying alone and, and being in their own head. Some people get over the hurt, you know, by plowing through Tinder on a weekend. <laughs> you know, anonymous this and anonymous that, you know, some people get over it that way. Everybody gets over it differently. You just have to, to figure out what the healthy way for you is to get over, to get over the hurt. But, but start with time. Just give yourself okay. some time. Okay. Yeah. And how long have you been listening to the Raza Mocha show for, Ashley? Uh, my goodness. I found you guys about 
six years ago. Okay. Now. So six yeah. years. Uh, we've been on the radio now together almost 14 years. So you know what we always say when someone calls in saying, how do you get over a breakup? You know, mm-hmm. and hopefully you followed the steps of unfollowing on all social. Don't creep the new girl on social. Like, don't have any contact with any of them. Yeah, block numbers if you have to. Have you gone through all of those steps? I'd like to say yes. You lie. <laughs> so you creep him and her on where? Instagram, Facebook, TikTok? Facebook. Okay. Yeah, don't. You gotta no, don't do that. block it because that's just gonna, you know, continue the hurt. Yeah, and the anger. Clean break. Clean break. Clean okay. You know what? Break. And I, I tell, I tell other people that all the time because that's what you guys say. That's where okay. it starts. Okay, that's that's the start over. Thank yep. you so much, guys. All right, yep. Ashley, sending you lots of love. Okay, thank you so much. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Uh, dropping on Apple TV tomorrow, actually still in theaters right now, is the Beanie Bubble, which is the movie <laughs> starring Zach Galifianakis and Elizabeth Banks about the Beanie Baby creation and then the whole craze surrounding it. I've never not loved anything that Elizabeth Banks has been in. I have. Oh, okay, yeah. Then you're going to love this. I love her. Like, she is probably, like, Elizabeth Banks, Rose Byrne, and Emily Emily Blunt are like my, like, I just, I adore them. Leslie Mann? And Leslie Mann. Yes, Leslie Mann. Yeah, she's she's part of this. She's uh, she's part of my crew. Uh, The movie follows the story of Ty Warner, a frustrated salesman (laughs) and a failed actor who hit the jackpot with his invention of. The Beanie Baby. Do you know what the greatest thing about America is? You can make things happen here like nowhere else. You have the power to create your own future. You can be anything. You can do anything. You want to sell high-end stuffed Himalayan cats? Understuffed, actually, for greater posability. We're professionals. We're giving the people what they need. <laughs> okay. And they're worth a lot of money. People have like these know, Beanie yeah. Baby collections that are like, Yo. you know, S- World Series jerseys and like yeah. signed baseballs like, and stuff like that. They would drop like exclusives, like a limited number of this one particular Beanie Baby. The, the Princess Die one with the with the crown and the heart. Yeah. Right? The purple like, one. And if you had it. Yeah. That's the one you have, Ross? Yes, it is. No, I wish. Uh, so David Morey had a chance uh, before the writers and actors strike oh, right, uh, right, to talk right. to Zach Galifianakis and Elizabeth Banks about the movie. Again, in theaters right now, but on Apple TV tomorrow called The Beanie Bubble. Wanted to ask you, so obviously this is about the craze of the Beanie Babies. What was your craze growing up? What did you collect? What was your thing? Gosh, this is embarrassing. Zach Alfinakis. Old Playgirls. No, um, <laughs> this is I, this is the dumbest collector thing. I don't know why. I thought there was going to be real money one day out of collecting old candy wrappers. <laughs> so I would get candy wrappers and I would put them in a book. And I guess my mindset was in 30 years, someone's going to want to have these <laughs> Uh, listen, the Beanie Baby thing was a lot better of an investment, uh, but I, I, for some reason, it was candy wrappers for me. It makes no sense. However, I did collect uh, basketball and football cards. 
I, I did collect those. Do you still have the candy wrappers? I don't have the ca- candy wrappers because I threw out all my old Bibles. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, I used to keep them in a Bible. Now that I think about, it. now that I think about it, but uh, I, and I also collected bottle caps, oh not with any value, not like there was a contest. I just would collect them. I I, I don't know why. I was a hoarder of of. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And now we move on to uh, Elizabeth Banks. David Mori talking to um, Zach Galifianakis and Elizabeth Banks before the actor strike for the new movie Beanie Bubble, which is on Apple TV tomorrow. Elizabeth Banks, how are you? I'm great. (laughs) It is so good to talk to you. Okay, so obviously the Beanie Babies was a huge craze. When you were younger, what was the huge craze for you? What did you collect? And do you still have any of them? (laughs) Um, The big craze for me growing up were the Cabbage Patch dolls. Yeah. So the Cabbage Patch dolls, um, I remember going with my mom to a Bradley's, a store like a Kmart back in the day, like before they called it Black Friday, but it was like one of those shopping days pre-Christmas season and they were had shipped all the Cabbage Patch dolls and we got to a parking lot at five o'clock in the morning on a freezing November day and my mom and I were going to get them for my my little sister's. And we took turns in the line because it was so cold. So one of us would wait in the running car and then wait in the line. And and then we they opened the doors to the store. Everybody ran to the back to the toy section where they were not actually doing the Cabbage Patch dolls. So then we all ran through the store. I'll never forget it, like a mob through the store and realized that a guy was just standing on pallets and you didn't get to pick off the shelf. He started throwing down the dolls oh to the crowd. And it was, you could buy a maximum of two per person. So one of the reasons my mom brought me was so we could get four. And that was my craze. Damn. Yeah. I was like 83. People were that, wild, man. Yeah, I wasn't born. Neither was I. Beanie Bubble, the new movie in theaters right now, but on Apple TV tomorrow, starring Zach Galifianakis and Elizabeth Banks. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. He's Roz. I'm Mocha. Welcome to it. Thank you for being here with us. You're here weekdays, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I could do weekends too, though. Oh, oh, wow. Don't say that. No, I know. Not me. I'm not doing that. At least to, not, wait till you. noon. Wait till noon. That's all you. That's all me? Oh, yeah. You yes. think I want to? No, no, no. Come on. No, you already said no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> Yo, you thought Gang Gang was going to be a supporter. I, know, I really did. It's on your own there, bro. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, no, just kidding. I mean, uh, no, I was just reading about something, though, because everybody's like still working at home. Go back to work, people. And what's happening now is people are taking the attitude of like time is a construct. So you can't like ask people to show up to work or work specific hours or what do you mean? be on time. And it's now like cruel and unusual to ask people to follow to like, work to, to, for to, a fo- to follow a defined schedule. Right. Okay. So what's happening now is there used to be two peak work periods in a day for productivity. And it's been known forever. Right. So 11 a.m. is peak productivity, which I guess is just before people would dip for lunch. Mm-hmm. Right. The cram everything in. <laughs> 3 p.m. is the other peak in productivity towards end of day, I guess, people trying to make deadlines. Makes sense. But but now what they're finding is that when people are allowed to build their own schedules, there's a third peak in the day, which is people are ducking out of work early or logging off at around 4. 
Oh. Then what they're doing is they're going back on at 10 p.m. to finish up their day's work. So they sort of end their day with an hour of hard productivity before going to bed. See, I thought you were going to say the complete opposite of 10 p.m. by saying with the way the work schedule is now adjusted, yeah. people are looking to get started a little uh, earlier. So like maybe 7 a.m. was going to be another. Oh, no, 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 no. So no, that no, you can no, leave no. at four, no. wrap up at four, and no. then have the rest of your but, night. But you are still thinking that people are working a set number of hours in a row. Start mm-hmm. early, start earlier, end earlier. They're not. They're starting later, but breaking up their productivity peaks throughout the day with mm. long breaks in between, mm, right? So you still have 10 a.m., you still have 3 p.m., but now you have 10 p.m. So people are dipping at like 3.30, logging off. Uh. No meetings after that, nothing. Bosses can't get a hold of them. Then at the end of the day, whatever they didn't finish before they dipped, they go on at 10 p.m. before bed, return all the emails, finish up those projects, hit send, upload, doing all that stuff. Hmm. So it's then there for everybody else when they start their day in the morning. So they're breaking up their day, See, which is kind, crazy to it me. It is. I kind of understand the, the I guess, checking your email because at least three nights a week, I will, before bed, check my work email just to see if anything what to be prepared for the next day to reply, right? Mm-hmm. I won't reply like in the moment. Right. I'll just take a quick, quick glance, but right? A, but again, you're normal, right? Imagine imagine having a bunch of stuff that you have to do during oh, the day, right? Yeah. And you save a big chunk of it to do during your 10 p.m. work hour. No, I this couldn't is, do it. My husband does it. Matthew doesn't show up to work till 11 a.m. Right, and he wow, just works. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, just meanwhile his work probably thinks that he shows snitch. up at nine. Oh, no, they know. No, he, sh- <laughs> he walks in at 11. <laughs> And he's all like, hi, what I miss? <laughs> what I miss? He shows up at 11. At- God, I could not have young Half employees. Half the day is man. what he missed. Dips Half for like a two-hour lunch. Dips for a two-hour lunch. Wow. Half the day. Bro, I'm telling you, Maury. You could go to church every day. You still show up at work at 1030. And Jesus always shows up on time. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Pink kicked off the North American leg of her summer tour. The uh, Summer Carnival 2023 is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And the set list is incredible, dude. Oh, and she's Pink, got hit on hit on hit. Pink is incredible. Like Anyone that, that's ever seen uh, Pink perform live yeah. anywhere, whether it's like you're going to a show to see her in person or you're watching her perform on you know, like at an award show or something. Mm-hmm. She gives it 100% every single time. And she sings, sings. Yes. It's not to her own voice. Mm. From what I've seen. Yeah. And people love her. 24 songs on this uh, this tour, by the way. And she runs through like all the tracks. What's Say that it again? And she flies. And does everything. she do all that? Like all oh, the aerial yeah. stuff. She still and, does all yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so North American leg of her um, of her summer carnival twenty twenty three tour kicked off at Rogers Center in Toronto last night. Um, let me see here. It's worth mentioning. Brandy Carlisle was part of it, and people love Brandy Carlisle. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, it's one of my favorite Pink songs. Although I say that about a lot of Pink songs, that's my favorite. 
And uh, here's another one. Perfect. Cincinnati next, then Boston, New York, Ooh. Pittsburgh, Washington, Chicago, Milwaukee, Detroit, Philly. Yeah, a couple of nights in Philly. Uh, David Morey was there last night talking oh, to fans. Can I mention quickly? Yeah. The Rogers Center and the CN Tower were all pink last night for pink. Really? Yeah, it was oh, beautiful. Wow. There you go. I love it. Uh, hold on. David Morey was there last night talking to fans. Here's what they have to say. Okay, you look fabulous. You're dressed like Pink. How was the show? It was amazing. Pink is just amazing, a strong woman, and she's inspiring. What surprised you the most about tonight's show? The fact that she can change outfits super fast. <laughs> Pink was yeah. fantastic. She sounds so good live, and she has so much energy and stage presence. She was fantastic. And I thought she was going to be lip-syncing a lot more than she actually was. Uh. I think. <laughs> Pink was amazing. Come on, you already know how she's performing. She got the acrobats. She got her daughter with her. She got her She got her song that's dedicated to her father that just passed away. You know, she's amazing. You know what you should do for me right now? Sing a little bit of Pink. Made a wrong turn once or twice. Dug my way out, blood and fire. That was the coolest show I've ever been to. 100%. Her lyrics are really good. Uh-huh. They are, yeah. and she just engages the whole crowd when she does it. Really? If you're thinking about getting tickets, 100% recommend. Got it. My favorite song is 90 Days, but she didn't sing it. Aww. So I'll sing the song. Okay. Last call before the world ends. Right. Thank you, Alicia. Her name's Alicia. I know that. I'm a big fan. Facts. You are a phenomenal performer. Mm. And thank you so much for, for your performance. Crazy. Pink put on a show. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Pink came out, surprised the shit out of me. Pink is the show. That's all you need. Are you going to remember this show tomorrow? <laughs> of course. You don't even have to remind me of what I'm going to remind. Pink reminds me of the show. What? Pink is the <laughs> That was a concert of a lifetime. My dream concert, Pink is my favorite singer. So I was really looking forward to seeing in concert. And I was just, she never disappoints what surprised you the most about Pink tonight? When she was just flying through the audience, I really enjoyed it. All right, how fabulous was tonight? She was beyond incredible. Just the fact that, like, she was doing Cirque du Soleil, flying through the sky like Wonder Woman, and then singing. The fact that you're actually seeing an artist of that caliber literally sing throughout the entire show is stamina that I've never seen before. It was phenomenal. Okay, one, two, three. three. Just, just give me a reason, just a reason, just a reason, just a reason. Oh no! Take two. Just give me a reason, just a reason, just a reason. Oh no! This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Maria. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how are you guys? Doing so great. Uh, we're so excited to talk to you. Uh, first of all, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Welcome to Canada. Maria texted in and said, I'm a new listener. I'm originally from NYC. I live in Montreal and I listen to your radio station. I love it. I think you guys are great. So, Maria, uh, what brings you to Canada? What brought you over to Montreal? Wow, it's a, it's a pretty long story, so I'll just make it short and sweet. Um, once upon a time married... No longer married anymore. Had a baby. That baby now is 14. 
got a job, got a place, and uh, decided to make it work so my daughter can be able to see her father whenever she she wants to. So okay. that's why I'm here. <laughs> so was the, the 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 father from Montreal? Is that the deal? Yes. Yeah. The okay. Father was cool. From Montreal. Wow. Yeah. And so, how did you find us? So it's funny because I was just uh, I was on Spotify. Shout out to Spotify. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was wanting to um, listen to the radio station that I listened to back home, uh, Z100. Mm-hmm. And I came across uh, your podcast of shows that I may like, and it looked uh, it looked fun. Um, so I clicked on it, and I came across an episode where you, Roz, mentioned your two uh, greatest joys of life, which was having a child and having strangers telling you that you're hot. Right. So like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you picked a great episode to start listening. Just do us a favor, Roz, yeah. and wear a white suit a white shirt and sing kenny uh kenny rogers uh gambler please (laughs) (laughs) wow wow Wow. that is amazing so you listen to that episode and then did you go back and start from the beginning to kind of get to know us a little bit more exactly exactly all right all right and are you uh, fully caught up now? Uh, I'm caught up with uh, um, the podcast, but I keep going back and forth because, you know, you guys have like over 600 episodes. So yeah, yeah. it's between that and the live show. So, you oh, know. Wow. So you are dedicated. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you, you know, in, in listening either to the live show or to the podcast, uh, anything in your mind that you've always wanted to ask us about? Um, well, I, I did read your book, Roz, so there's no surprise there. And I did have a question, actually, mm-hmm. um, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Um, your father's cardigan that you have in your closet, mm-hmm. have you ever tried it on or wanted to, you know, when days are hard and nights are long, have you ever wanted to try his sweater and, you know, feel your father's hug? If you flip to the very back flap of the book, I'm wearing it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I have that's, audio, so. Oh, you do. So in the in the book, um, in the, in the on the back flap of the book, I had a um, uh, a t shirt made um, that just with a with a uh, Goodnight Roadrunner logo on it, and then when I was doing the picture, I was just going to wear the t shirt, and then Catherine and I, who took the picture, were talking, and she was like, "Go get the sweater," and I was like, "Okay, cool." So I went and got the sweater, and then we did the awesome. we did the, we did the picture in the sweater, and then. I took it off. I put it back on the hanger. Put it back in the in the closet where it was and where it has been ever since. Oh, and you haven't That's worn awesome. it since? No, that time. no, not at all. Okay. No, I've worn it once. I wore okay. it once, and okay. it was it was for about fifteen minutes while we did the while yeah. we did the picture. Yeah, oh, that's really nice. Yeah, uh, that's well, really nice. Maria, I'm so happy we were able to talk to you again. Welcome to Canada. Uh, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Welcome to Kiss. Hello. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, were just, we were just saying like welcome and stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you guys hung up on me. Yeah, no, no, they never not at all. Um, your support uh, over the last little while means everything. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll ask you what we ask everyone else, even though you know you're a brand new listener to the Razamoka show. Between Razamoka, so far, between Razamoka, who's your favorite? Uh, oh dear, I think you guys are both great. Um, the reality is, like, without. One of you, like, it's just the yin and the yang. Um, does it really matter? Yes. 
Uh, okay, I'll rip it off like a Band-Aid rod. Wow. And, you know, like, I'm sorry it's so difficult for you. <laughs> oh, you pick one. I thought it was like, I, I'll rip it off like a Band-Aid rod, but it's mocha. No, 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 no. Why is, why is this so hard for people? Anyway, <laughs> shut up. It's funnier. It's funnier. It's funnier. Shut up. Shut up. Love you, Maria. Thank you for listening. Have a great Bye, day. Bye, guys. Love right you, on. too. Love you. Thanks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, I want to give a shout out to, um, hold on here, Mary Brown's Chicken. Oh, always. Real quick. Because I got something going in today. Uh, Joining forces with the Boys and Girls Club today. Every, okay, two bucks from every Mary Brown's meal combo and feast will be donated to Boys and Girls Club Canada in every Mary Brown's store and through the uh, Mary Brown's app all day today. So if you're getting something today, just know that some of your purchase, some of that money is going to the uh, Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. Various clubs I am across the country. A-OK with that. Oh, order the, the what's the sandwich we like? <laughs> Big, Mary. Uh, Big, Big Mary. Big Mary. Oh. They have a Mary Brown's at the, uh, the Jays Stadium, Rogers Center. Really? So you can get Mary Brown's oh, during a Jays so game. good. So I fall good. asleep, bro. Yeah, me too. I'm going to Jays game on Sunday. Oh, I don't yeah? know if I can have a Mary... Like, oh I love God. Mary Brown's and everything. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. I'm going too. Uh-oh. Wait, this Sunday? Date night. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm going next Sunday. <laughs> nothing can be just great. <laughs> I know. No, nothing, nothing is ever going to work out for you, more. <laughs> Literally nothing. You could have been like, oh, my God, meet me at the yeah. hot dog stand. Are you guys sitting together? Do you know? No, where I'm, where I'm, are you sitting, Mocha? I'm going to ask Mocha first. Where are you sitting? In the 500s? That's not true. There's no way you would ever set foot in the 500s. Why? Because you're like a celebrity. You th- oh, you think you're better? You think Mocha's better, too good for 500? Yeah. I bought tickets for the 500s. But you can afford front row. <laughs> Says who? Where are you sitting? <laughs> I'm sitting in one of those party areas, the, uh, the flight deck. Oh, money bag over here. I got tickets for like 28 bucks or something like that. In the 500s. Why don't I believe this? <laughs> Do you want to see my tickets? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Maury, didn't, you didn't pay for your tickets. Did you, Maury? No. No. <laughs> yeah, look. Uh, yeah. Sunday, July 30th, okay, section. See. Look. Let me see. Tell me what section that is. Uh, on this side here. Do you oh, need yeah. readers? Uh, what do those three numbers say? Oh, yeah. Five, five, one. Do you want me to say the whole thing? People know where you're sitting? But it's in the fives. Yeah, is it, it is. Not? Yeah, it is. It says yeah. the fives. See? Well, are you struggling? <laughs> are you struggling? <laughs> am I struggling? <laughs> is this a cry for help? You talking about sitting in the 500s? No. No? Like, did you I make legit- some bad investments? And like, this is how like you're about to break it to us? Like you. No, we legit just bought tickets. For that section. Do you want to switch with Uncle Jack and I? I don't (laughs) see anything wrong. What's wrong with that? (laughs) I don't know. The 500s are always packed. Yeah, sure. It's Junior Jay's Day. Junior Jay's Day. (laughs) Yeah. My kid loves Junior Jay's Day. Yeah, sure. But he also loves sitting closer. (laughs) You know what kids love? Being up front. (laughs) That's what kids really love. Guys, like, I honestly don't there. see anything wrong with sitting in the 500s. <laughs> no, neither I'm, do I. With my yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying that this scene, this whole thing, seems a little orchestrated to get to the actual story, which is something other than 
baseball. To me, you no. talking about sitting in the 500s at a Jays game seems like it's the lead into a much more larger, deeper conversation no. about where you are in life. <laughs> yeah, sitting in the 500s at a Jays game, that's it. <laughs> I like, end the story. I have a gift card if you'd like it. <laughs> Shem. No, I'm just I'm to see my guy and his brother. I just want to help. How much? How much? Fifty dollars, bro. Oh, fifty bucks. Yeah. I have ten bucks at Union Chicken. You want that? Yes. <laughs> Actually, I do. I do. Like, I'm not even kidding. We can all pitch bucks. in. You want the rest of my can of clubs? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's not gonna last till Sunday, do bro. Want, do you want my optimum points? <laughs> they don't have a shoppers inside of. But maybe you could buy stuff on your way, mm. stuff them in your pockets, oh, and then you don't have in. to pay the premium price for candy. How, how am I supposed to sit with Uncle Jack in a good seat worried about you now? Like, this has ruined Sunday's game. I'm don't be worry about, about me. You. Worry about your own business. I don't need you to worry about me. Like I'm going to be looking way up, wondering how you're doing. I, I'm wondering if I can go online and see the vantage point that you have. You know, like you can do that. You can just plug in the section. Don't do that. And it'll tell you what it... <laughs> <laughs> Go Chase, go. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.